Welcome to the Practice Podcast, your go-to source for simplified mindfulness practices, holistic well-being teachings, and tools based in modern science and ancient wisdom for living an empowered life. I'm your host, Daphne Lyon, a wellness educator on the journey with you. Want to hear more meditations, tools, and practices to live an empowered life? Visit my website at DaphneLyon.com. So sit back, relax. Let's take a deep breath in together. Exhale, let it all go. And enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every other Wednesday. Welcome to episode 13, How to Establish Healthy Habits with Ease. Do you ever set the intention to implement a new healthy habit into your daily routine only to attempt the said habit and you are met with the inner negotiator? We end up not practicing these healthy habits because of this inner negotiator who is constantly critiquing and giving us other options that sound a bit easier or maybe more rewarding than the healthy habit we are hoping to practice. This inner negotiator who tells us instead of meditating, we can just sleep longer. Who wouldn't want that? And we need sleep, don't we? Or uh, instead of working out and going on that run, let's just hang out on the couch because we're tired and the body just needs to zone out for a bit. If you resonate with this when you try to implement new healthy habits and you meet your inner negotiator at every turn, I completely understand what that's like. And that's why I want to share my three steps to moving past the inner negotiator with ease so that you can create established and long-lasting, consistent, healthy habits without too much resistance, plus an added bonus of scientifically backed ways to implement a healthy habit into your everyday life. So what is the inner negotiator that I'm talking about? The inner negotiator is linked with our inner critic. And the inner critic is part of the oldest part of our brain, the reptilian brain. It's also linked with our amygdala, which is our fear and worry center. The guard dog is what I like to call the amygdala because it takes in all our sensory information and lets us know if it's a threat or non-threat. And our inner critic is connected with our sympathetic nervous system or the stress response, what's keeping us safe and surviving 
in this precious life of ours. The inner negotiator usually comes to play when we are trying to implement a new habit or a practice that keeps us in the present moment awareness, like meditation. When we implement new healthy habits or practices that bring us into present moment awareness, sometimes the mind and body will activate the stress response because we are moving into unfamiliar territory that the body doesn't know how to keep us safe just yet. So sometimes we can experience this in a meditation practice. We'll feel a lot of resistance in the beginning because we are entering present moment awareness where the mind can't predict the outcome to keep us safe. And so there's a part of us that I call the inner critic or the inner negotiator that begins to speak up and give us other options that it is familiar with, that it can predict. It begins to resist these new habits and practices that keep us present so that it can keep us safe or what it thinks safe is for us. The inner critic is part of the sympathetic nervous system that is consistently trying to conserve energy. So a lot of the storylines that the inner negotiator will use are all about conserving energy and getting the highest, most immediate reward. So the inner critic, inner negotiator, whatever you want to call it, it's nothing bad it's nothing to judge or even resist or avoid or try to stop it it's very useful it's got us to this very point it's just that sometimes uh, or a lot of the time I should say we don't want it to run our life or be in charge of creating and leading the way through our daily habits and routines so the first step is to Simply stay aware of your daily routine and what is being negotiated, especially when implementing a new healthy habit. You might even choose to just take one day to journal your daily habits and the inner dialogue around them. Or you can even choose one thing you're practicing. For example, if you want to implement a meditation habit, you might practice the meditation and then later journal about the inner dialogue you may have observed. So the first step is awareness. It is through awareness that change and shifts can occur. The second step is to observe the inner negotiator without judgment. Who is it? What's the voice like? What is the story the inner negotiator keeps using? 
What's the belief? In my own meditation practice, I struggled with creating a very consistent daily meditation practice because of my inner negotiator. It always had something better or more important to do. And eventually I realized that if I meditate first thing in the morning, I will usually keep my meditation practice going every single day. And it's that first thing in the morning that my inner negotiator consistently will tell me the story about how I need more sleep. And sleeping instead of meditating to my inner negotiator is the better deal. But I know that I've gotten enough sleep and that meditation actually improves my sleep quality in the long run along with focus and an array of mental and physical benefits. So you want to observe this inner critic that is simply trying to keep you safe, bringing some light along with compassion to the inner dialogue that occurs when you implement these new healthy habits. The other part of this step is to observe who they are negotiating with. On the other side of the inner critic is our inner wisdom. Our inner wisdom is connected to the other part of our autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, also called our relaxation response. This part of the mind, body, and heart is our more evolved aspect of our human self, able to see beyond what has happened in the past, what is occurring right now, without the fear and the worry. And our inner wisdom is connected to our most aligned sense of self, the ideal version of who you are, your best, most natural sense of self. And so what you may notice when you begin to observe the inner negotiator and the dialogue is that the inner negotiator does most of the talking and is met with the inner wisdom who remains still, open, at ease. And so we want to strengthen our inner wisdom and quiet the inner negotiator, bringing compassion and non-judgment when we do observe the inner critic speaking up holding space as our inner wisdom does with a sense of, okay, they are just trying to keep me safe the best way that it knows how. So the third step is to strengthen the inner wisdom. The best way to strengthen your inner wisdom is to understand your why, your most 
aligned sense of self, the ideal version of ourselves. So if you want to implement a meditation habit, you might ask yourself, why? How does this healthy habit get me closer to embodying the ideal version of myself? Because sometimes, especially with these healthy habits, you might not be rewarded right in that moment. You know, sometimes when I meditate, I don't immediately feel the effects of the practice. But I know that every time I meditate, I grow the gray matter in my brain and I shrink the gray matter of the amygdala, the fear and worry center. So I deactivate and ease my anxiety and stress while connecting new neural pathways in my brain, slowing down my heart rate, improving my circulation, the health of my heart, and boosting my mood and my emotional regulation. So it's understanding the why we want to do something every single day that will strengthen the inner wisdom so that when that negotiator starts speaking up, we can remember why we are practicing our healthy habit. You may want to journal about your why, set your intention, and write about or envision your ideal version of yourself so that each day you are practicing something that aligns and allows you to embody that ideal version of your highest self. So the three steps are to stay aware of your daily routine and what's being negotiated, especially when you implement a new healthy habit. You might want to journal about this for the day. To observe the negotiator with compassion and non-judgment, remembering that they are just trying to keep us safe the best way they know how. And step three is strengthen the inner wisdom. What is your why? Your ideal version of yourself. And finally, our bonus, how to make your healthy habit easy with scientifically backed data. I won't fill you in on the data. I'll just give you the good stuff. The first part to making your healthy habit easy is to create a cue that initiates the behavior you want. So for example, if you want to work out every morning, set up your workout clothes and shoes the night before by the bed. So you're prepping your environment for your habit. Then in the morning, the first thing you do is wake up, maybe you meditate, and then you put on your workout clothes and you are all set to go. This quiets the inner negotiator so we don't wake up, go to our closet, have all these decisions to make on our outfit, what workout clothes we're going to wear, etc. And delays the 
action of actually practicing the workout. The second part is to practice the healthy habit at the same time and same place. This gets the brain accustomed to the habit when it's practiced same time and place and it becomes its own cue. So for example, I will meditate every morning at 6.30 a.m. when my alarm goes off in my bedroom. Often it's helpful to write this down. It's almost as if you are creating an agreement with yourself that becomes non-negotiable. The third part is to simplify the healthy habit. Do as little as possible. So an example of this is I used to want to meditate by my altar with candles lit, incense, the whole shebang. And I realized that I was much less likely to practice the meditation if I had to do all these steps of setting up the space for it. So instead, I now just wake up to my alarm, turn the alarm off, and sit up in my own bed to practice my meditation, making it as easy and simplified as possible. And finally, the fourth part of creating a healthy habit with ease is to start small. This is one of the most important aspects of implementing a new healthy habit because we are less likely to activate the stress response with the change and uh, new practice we are implementing. And so when we are less likely to trigger the stress response, the inner negotiator, our inner critic, can stay quiet and at bay, slowly introducing the new habit little by little. So for example, if you want to meditate every morning at 6.30 a.m. in your bed, you'd start with just one minute a day. So you might set one alarm at 6.30 and one alarm at 6.31, and that is your meditation practice for the week. And then little by little, you add maybe a minute a day. So to make your healthy habit easy, remember to create a cue by prepping your environment for your habit, practice at the same time and place, simplify the healthy habit, and start small. All these tips and more are in my ebook workbook, Good Habits for Good Living, where I break down the science of habits and how to create long-lasting, sustainable habits for an empowered life. Together, we explore the ideal version of yourself, what you are already practicing, and habits you wish to implement. Plus, you get helpful tools like habit trackers and a beautiful meditation calendar. To get a hold of this ebook workbook, go to www.daphnelion.com slash membership, D-A-P-H-N-E-L-Y-O-N.com slash membership and join the membership. The first week is free 
and this includes the downloadable ebook. So the ebook is free, and you also gain access to a diverse array of on demand classes in meditation, yoga, high intensity interval training workouts, restorative movement, breath work, deep rest practices for sleep, and journal prompts, my favorite. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a comment, make sure you subscribe, and find me on Instagram at The Practice. Send me a DM of what you thought of this episode and the healthy habit you are implementing. I would love to know how it's going. If you need any extra support or advice, just send me a message. I look forward to connecting with you and wishing you a joyful and peaceful rest of your day.